Did you know that Lexus, this is a Lexus, it's the new Lexus TX. Did you know that Lexus makes seven SUVs? You counted? Seven. It was in the press material. Because I counted the Toyota SUVs. I did. In the press material, they were very excited about the fact this is their seventh SUV. And I just thought, why does Lexus have seven? Seven SUVs. The NX, the RX, and this, the TX, are all on this same global architecture. And this is, let's be honest, the Lexus version of the Grand Highlander. It's because people buy them. Yes. This is the TX350, the base model of all mm -hmm. the TXs. And you might think that it's just a carbon copy of the Grand Highlander, which in some respects it is. I, I do kind of think that. <laughs> I, I mean, was kind of thinking that. There's I a few changes. I kind of think that too. Yeah. Uh huh. However, to differentiate it as a Lexus, to justify this 67000 low 67000 price yes, point, because just it's over premium, all-wheel uh -huh. drive, but the base engine you get towing capacity throughout the whole range. The mm, same mm -hmm. towing capacity, which is 5,000 pounds. And in this category, I think that is something to lead with and that is the most important thing. Mm. Because is this the Suburban Alt? Would you select this over a Suburban if you realize that, you know what, I don't really need 14 million pounds of towing capacity. <laughs> I only need 5,000. And I still need a decent third row that actually fits adults. Yes, I both crawled of those back are there. True. No, it, and those, it's good. There's no question. It's surprisingly, you good. can actually put six adults in this with the way it's configured with the cabin. But only stairs. six if you want seven. No, no, no. Or eight. Uh, no, no, get no, the Grand no, Highlander. No, exactly. The whole separate thing. <laughs> but well, you got to get a bench seat. You got to do other exactly, things. But yeah. but what's impressive is you actually can put adults in the back row. And the two in the back with, won't hate you. With space left behind for cargo. Yes. And that is yeah. very hard to do. Typically, if you have decent back seats, the space for cargo is half of what it is here. This has got a decent hatch of cargo and yep. a usable third row. This does fill a segment, I can't believe I'm going to say this, this does fill a segment of the market that Lexus wasn't in right? because they have third rows. They didn't have that was a, a seven-seater yeah. that wasn't body on frame. That accomplishes this for Lexus, which apparently they didn't have. So now we have seven, seven Lexus SUVs. This base 350 uh -huh. is now disconnected from its engine output or its displacement, you would think that 3.5, 350 would indicate something you about would. the powertrain or displacement of this mm, engine you would. or this car. And it doesn't. Mm -mm. 350 is just a number. It's just the base. That's it's all you're getting. It's just the base. Mm -hmm. Because above this is the 500H and the 550 plus. 550H plus. H plus. The, five, <laughs> the 500H. Why, why is, must we confuse Is it? this same engine with a hybrid system getting a little bit more horsepower and torque. And then the 550H is, remember the old 3.5-liter <laughs> V6? 5 liter they've had six. forever. It's that yes. with the hybrid system, and it's a plug-in hybrid. So it's the 550H+. Plus. Let me try to explain. No, I no, 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 no. Let me all, explain. We're all lost. Let me explain. Numbers mean nothing anymore. The base engine in this is the 2.4-liter turbo gas engine. Mm -hmm. It is not a hybrid. True. It makes 275 horsepower and 317 pound-feet of torque. That is 10 more horsepower and 7 more pound-feet of torque out of the same engine that's located in the Grand Highlander base. <laughs> you okay? paid more at Lexus. We gave you just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. You'll never feel but, it. It makes decent-ish power. For the uh -huh. way you're going to drive this, you're not going to be wowed by the acceleration, nor do you need to. Mm -hmm. Efficiency is the name of the game, and it's a turbo four, and just don't tell anybody. 
That's why they couldn't make a 240 because people would then know it was connected to the engine size and you got the four cylinder. The right. 350 huh. suggests you still decision. have the old V6 yeah. and you don't. But above these other two models do not exactly match the Grand Highlander hybrid and True. hybrid max True. output. They actually have different engines and more power. Yes, that base in the Toyota also only tows 3,500 pounds, whereas mm, this fair tows 5,000. Okay. I didn't know that seven more pound feet of torque would get you <laughs> 1,500 more pounds. So it's 1,500 pounds, 1, pounds more. 1,500 pounds more. That's there's, amazing. There, By there, that calculation, there's 100 pounds per pound foot of torque. The 550H should tow more than a. It F350. should tow your house. Yeah. Yes. So that indicates that Lexus really does want to differentiate their own product. Mm -hmm. It's not huge, but it is enough to say, all right, you're buying the Lexus for specific reasons, and it does ride well. This does not have variable suspension. Mm -hmm. It also is not even offered with the F-Sport or F-Sport Performance Pack that is on the 500H only, and only on that package can you get the dynamic rear steer. Uh -huh. Hopefully that would make it perform better, but again, why are we F-sporting giant SUVs like this? <laughs> My seven-seat family hauler now comes in F-sport with rear steer. Who cares? Yeah, I agree. I think that's utterly irrelevant. I mean, other than saying, hey, isn't it cool? Yeah. I know Cadillac has the Escalade V and it's all I about know. the engine, but that's not why you come to Lexus. Well, it's certainly not why you come to this Lexus. <laughs> I mean, no. here's the thing. If you want the Land Cruiser, you buy the bigger boy above this. Yes, yes. If you want the More little tiny commute egg, you buy the one below it. This is not something you buy as a statement. This is something you buy as a need and you like <laughs> Lexus badge uh -huh. and Lexus service and reliability. Yes. That's why you buy this. Certainly not stylistically speaking, it's not a statement. Mm, no. I mean, it's a statement. It's a statement, but not the it's one you intended. It's just not the yeah. right statement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So speaking of styling, it is. Uh, it does come off as a bit bland. I think the Grand Highlander actually is cooler looking, even though the Lexus spindle grille has been revised, mm -hmm. and it does look better than it ever has been. I do like their new direction. <laughs> You're up to notch one. They dropped that Predator ball grill, and you and I have been spending the better part of 15 years watching it like. get gradually less offensive. <laughs> Imagine true. where the BMW Beaver Teeth will be in 15 years. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll maybe be kind of over it. Yeah. This base model has the eight-speed auto. Mm -hmm. That's what you want. That's mm -hmm. a good thing. But then when you move up to the 500H, you can't have the eight-speed anymore. Six-speed. You get a six-speed. But... That is a reason to stick with Lexus, because if you move up to the hybrid Grand Highlander, it is now an eCVT, which oh. is what you don't want. Yeah, then that's That's worse. why you stick with the Lexus, especially okay. if you're going up to All hybrid right. or plug-in hybrid, because they stick with the transmission. I you also that. just want a comfortable ride, a good interior. I actually really do appreciate the design of this interior, because it's clean and simple and modern, and the new interface, which is actually quite good. For the way this is going to be driven, I feel like Lexus has really hit their mark. Mm. Okay. Because... You can always say to yourself, well, I paid less than the BMW or the Mercedes, which is the whole point, right? You would think, yes, and I got something more reliable with better service. Those things happen too. Yeah. Yes. That's why you buy it. And if you're buying this, do you care about wide fender flares or cornering performance or anything with the mm. word skid and pad <laughs> in the stats? <laughs> We're scouring the press information. No. Skid pad was not in there. <laughs> no, yes. you don't care. Uh -huh. It takes... All of the passengers in here are treated equally. Everybody feels mm. the same Lexus mm. seat feeling and the materials and the power, everything, and the availability of power for your phone. Everybody is riding in comfort. It's like first class in the back of the airplane. 
Okay. It's like they did first class right. for the entire yeah, fuselage everybody. of the yep. airplane. I get it. I get it. That's yep. what you're buying here. Okay. And that is a reason to buy it. And if you look at it that way, then you can start to justify $67,000 for a four-cylinder. Did I say that out loud? I don't know that I could back you on that. 000, maybe not. $67,000 four-cylinder. the problem four is, cylinder. if you go up from there, it's more expensive. If it you is. Get the hybrid or yes. the 550 uh-huh. plus. Uh-huh. It's more money. Yes. And that I cannot justify. Toyota really is, uh, I hate to say it this way, this is Toyota very much doing what we all were familiar with GM doing, where they have a product <laughs> Killing that's solid. No, no. <laughs> not nice. They have a product that's solid, Making and they make a slight, a slight variant under their sister brand. This is very mm-hmm. much that. And I feel like Lexus here has pulled a GM. It's a Toyota Grand Highlander Lexified. It is Lexified. It's just coated in leather, mm-hmm. and it is kind of, that's what you're buying. Yes, I painted so. in Lexus, the <laughs> TX. Do you go, do you buy that paint at Home Depot? I don't think so. Where you got to go higher in than, than that. You do have to go you higher. Got, who, than who's that. the high end equivalent of Home Depot? I clearly don't know. <laughs> That's where you get that paint. Look, the seats are decent. Mm-hmm. I do like the lumbar back here on the driver's seat. I like the seating position. For what this market is going after, yes, it works and it's not offensive to anybody who's ever owned a Lexus prior. They get in the new one and be like, yes, it's just new. It's mm-hmm. different shapes. Mm-hmm. It's modern amenities. It's modern convenience in, t- in tech. And it accelerates and runs and drives about like what you'd expect. So for that, high marks. Mm. There's no weird things that we're trying to introduce our customers to some new That's true. weird That's true. performance yeah. or mm-hmm. the back seats, the people back there are gonna be happy, the people in the far back they're gonna be happy too. Everybody's comfortable, everybody has a USB plug, everybody has power seats, there's another thing. The rear seats are power recline. The back row is that's, power recline. That's how you sell somebody to convince them to yes. get into the third row. Yes. I don't want to get into the third row. Well, it's still power back there. Oh, yeah. really? I will also yeah. say this, though. It's power lift. If you close the seats or raise the seats, it's power lift. It is the slowest one I've ever encountered. <laughs> it is literally slow <laughs> enough. You can hit the button once, and you can check your phone for updates, and it's still going. You could keep checking your phone for updates. If you are fast, if your thumbs are fast, you could post before it's done. It is the slowest I have ever encountered. It's very grand. It is a grand thing happening back there. And eventually the seats close, but then their power recline for the people that are in it, and that's a help. The only exterior styling element that I do think really stands out is the light bar all the way across the back. It's mm. not as mm-hmm. easy to see during the daytime, but I do like it at night, and it does make a signature move, except that Audi is already doing that, and Porsche made a name for themselves doing that yep. all along. True. So true, it's true. not really unique, but I do appreciate it. It does stand out. And the styling is aggressive without being offensive. Mm-hmm. They figured out what would kill you, and they backed it off a little. Just one notch. Just, yep. And so this is what we have. So to design and style this large shape, it's inoffensive, mm. but it is modern and interesting. And you know what? Better than any Lexus giant SUV styling that I've ever seen. So okay. high marks right. for that. you got to drive this in. Okay, I'm driving. Push button. Mm-hmm. Because I can't be bothered to pull anything. I'm going to stay with what I've said before. The new Lexus styling went from Predator Maw to Cylon Helmet from Battlestar Galactica. Somebody at Lexus is just obsessed with 80s, 90s sci-fi. Actually, Battlestar Galactica 70s. But you get my point. I do have shift paddles. I'm not sure why. But it connects to the 8-speed. I'm not sure why either, even though you do have manual mode. So drop it in a manual mode and you can I could drop it in manual your mode. Way Look at that. Sounds like a four-cylinder. Yeah, it doesn't sound it, like that. Here's the, here's the reality. We are at a place where... 
I honestly, for this market segment, I don't care if it's a four-cylinder. I don't care if it's a three or a five or a 12. It's irrelevant. Yep. This has enough power to do whatever you're actually going to do with it, and that is the key thing. $67,000 actually in this market segment is kind of competitive. If you're going to yeah, buy a yeah. loaded unibody, not body on frame, unibody, seven-seater with some leather, you're going to spend 50 grand before you even tried hard. Mm -hmm. And if you start specking them out, they hit 60 really quickly. Now, yeah. we're slightly a level above that. The Grand Highlander is 10 grand cheaper than this across the board. Like, if you try to... Now, to your point, the specs aren't exactly the same. The engines are different, which is quite a throwdown for Lexus to do different engines in the upper trim... And they're differentiating themselves. ...than they are from the Grand Highlander. The Telluride uh -huh. is excellent. The Palisade is excellent. Yeah, yeah. The XT6 is surprisingly good for this market segment. A little bit too expensive, but so is this. My problem is that I don't think this differentiates itself enough to compete against those other things I've listed. I think you I agree. buy this I agree. because you want the Lexus badge, and the reason you want the badge is because you like the service experience. What's so amazing about this is that Lexus has designed this, Toyota has designed this, mm -hmm. knowing people are going to buy it. They yeah. don't have to do anything. You barely have to put any marketing effort. People see it and they're like, oh, that's the Lexus. I think I'll go buy one. Yep. It's weird to me to think that you as a company are just know whatever we design next, sales. Doesn't yes. matter. Uh -huh. People are going to mm -hmm. look at it, buy it. It's going to meet their needs. And in that vein, this is inoffensive to the point of not being noticed. It's not outlandish enough or AMG enough or some sort of mm -hmm. BMW mm -hmm. X anything. It's not that, but it doesn't need to be. Mm -hmm. But people who get in might not even notice that it's a Lexus. Like, it's just car. It's just nice car. Agreed. This is the perfect buy <laughs> for the livery drivers up here in Park City that do airport runs for people. Yeah, it is. Because you've got a lot of space for yeah, people. Is. You've got a lot of space for gear. This would be fantastic for that kind of livery work. There isn't anything wrong here. It's done Not a very, thing. very well. You're right. It's put together well. We know because of the Lexus badge it will run well. You'll get a mm. good service experience. There's nothing wrong. What I also want to say, though, is there's nothing here that stands out. Mm -hmm. This is a donation to the segment. That's why I mentioned Ugh. the other ones, the XT6, the Telluride, the Palisade. You could drive any of those others I listed, and there would be things you would like better or worse than this. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is the market segment, and it is the most successful market segment. And as this base model, it is utterly fine. And I don't say that as an insult. I say it as it has checked every box it needs to. Mm -hmm. It's put together very well. It drives perfectly as you expect. But I don't think anybody is ever going to climb in this, to your point earlier, and be like, wow. No. Or ride in this and think, this is amazing. None of that's happening. But this goes incognito enough that I think for its market segment, that's fine. The other thoughts in your brain as you climb into this are not going to be dominated by how cool this vehicle is. You're not suddenly going to notice, like, wow, I forgot what I was thinking. And I, mm -hmm. this is just amazing. We should take this for a long... I, whatever. You will take it for a long road trip because it's the family vehicle, but you're not going to be excited about the fact you get to climb into your TX. No, and I'm not excited about these corners in this TX either. Well, it's, it it's, can do it. It it's can just, do it. It's just like you know. every other big SUV. Sound-wise, in the cabin, this isolates pretty well. It does. It doesn't have a lot of road noise. It feels really nice to be in here. You wouldn't get tired in here 
unless you just needed an app. The real struggle that I have here is I don't know that Lexus has outdone their own Toyota stablemate in the Grand Highlander. That's the big struggle. Except yeah. for the fact you wound up with a Lexus and you may prefer this styling. Short of those things, you could, should have saved yourself ten grand across the board and bought yourself the Grand Highlander. It's not differentiated from that car enough. You're going to have to give up 1,500 pounds worth of towing if you're okay with true, that. True, true. I will say that. You're right. That's a very good point. But most people who buy this size aren't really thinking, like, i, I got to have the towing. Mm -hmm. If you're really thinking towing, you're getting a pickup truck or using the truck that you already have. Or you're I mean, buying maybe, one of the big boys. Maybe. Yeah. But if you're fine giving that up... Get the Grand Highlander. I liked it a lot. It was you, great for the market. Yeah, you drove it in Hawaii, and it yeah. was a good... We didn't think that Toyota needed yet another SUV, and they proved us wrong that that one's selling. And it's going to sell. It'll mm -hmm. just sell. This will sell. This like, will sell. Like ketchup just sells. <laughs> it just, it it just makes money. Catsup. It's... Hmm. I'm confused. That's pretty much what we have here. Do no, you want ketchup or catsup? Welcome to the Grand Highlander or the TX. Where the num Where numbers mean nothing. But we'll get you there. A perfectly acceptable driving experience. Yeah. And yet I would struggle to recommend this because there's so much competition, including from Toyota. Agreed. It's got to stand out more for me to really recommend this. It's good. You're going to like it. I think there's other things that are have more slight quirks but are more compelling to drive. And cheaper. Cheaper. Which is a problem. Maybe so. the 550H Plus is the one that would excite us. But I'm going to guess probably not. Sometimes you guys ask us to demonstrate the sound system, and that is an absolute fool's errand. Mm -hmm. This has the Mark Levinson sound system. The thing about it is, if we play it, then we're reliant on the microphones that we yeah. have in the car to record it, which won't do a good enough job. And then the level of compression that will happen between when we recorded it and then you listen to it, probably on tiny little speakers on your laptop, or mm -hmm. maybe or your worse, phone on your phone through the phone speaker on the bottom, there is no way for us to give you a representation of what sound is like on any of these cars yeah. other than climbing in and cranking up your favorite tunes. Yeah, not to mention whatever song we choose, you won't it's like going it. to be wrong. It'll be, it'll be wrong. It. What if we just played the Top Gun soundtrack? Everybody loves Top Gun, right? <laughs> Let's just play the Top Gun. Just it, like they had it on the TVs at Magnolia. It worked for two movies, yeah. 30 years apart. Just Can't we all just agree? Top Danger Gun. Zone is the only thing we play. That's how you gauge. Is it good or not? Danger Zone.